Hi, Chris. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the 10 Minute Design Chat. Thank you very much, mate. Today, let's talk about abstract games. I feel like I need to shrug when we see abstract games because <laughs> it's like, what is an abstract game? Is like, ooh. Uh, but I mean, we've talked a lot about the benefits of themes in board games throughout the season and, and how they can help take the ingredients, I would call them, of engaging mechanics and beautiful components and bake them into a delicious cake you can't help but want to slice off. But what happens when you throw that recipe book out the window, it's gone, all you're left with is a bunch of cutlery and ingredients and you have to rely on those ingredients themselves to be irresistible that is the question we're going to be answering today chris it is it's it's a question and just a warning this is going to be a slightly brain burning episode (laughs) um for good reason actually it's something that you might have heard discussions about before about you know abstract things in games and i've just just glanced out of the window rob and over the hill i can see a familiar friend approaching I think I think it's the alien, the original alien. Yeah, episode one. I remember him. And then he reappeared at the start of this season, and he's he's gradually getting used to game design a bit more. But today he's wearing he's wearing quite an interesting suit. It seems to have some Pablo Picasso, mm. some Mondrian mm-hmm. patterns on it, and he's looking very abstract. And he's heard <laughs> he's heard about this thing called abstraction in games, and he wants some advice. He wants to know from you, Rob. What does abstract mean to you in games? And what's the difference between an abstract game and an abstract theme in a game? I mean, first of all, Mr. Alien, you are looking incredibly abstract today, which is a new compliment that I feel like I need to start giving my friends. It almost sounds like a bit like, you look very interesting, you know? Um, I mean, it's a great question, Mr. Alien, and it's nice to see you again. Um, what does abstract mean to me in games? Abstract, to me, means something that i don't quite know what it is but i'm enjoying it <laughs> like that is a, in a really short soundbite that's how i would describe an abstract game it's not like i'm going and i know i'm baking cakes uh, or i'm sort of like raising an empire but whatever i'm doing i seem to be enjoying it yeah it's a tricky one because by the nature of it being abstract um there are fuzzy edges lots of fuzzy edges it's hard to pin that down I think the sort of difference between an an abstract game and an abstract theme is I would say an abstract game has a lot more license to actually include a theme. Now, that's once again, I told you it's going to be brain burner. But but what I would say is an abstract theme, like a simpler way I would put that is it means it doesn't have a theme. Like it just doesn't have one. So when you have an abstract game, it might be that it's abstracting something complicated and simplifying it, but it might still be about a bake- like owning a bakery or something. Whereas when you say I, there's like this game is an abstract theme, I'm like this is just shapes. This is just this is just little pit. This is dominoes. You know, like this is something like that. And I think that that's uh, that's how I would best describe it, Mister Alien. I think we're going to have to sit the alien down to listen to the rest of our discussion here because this is one that does warrant some further investigation. I think abstraction is one of those things that's on a spectrum, isn't it, I think? Because you can have games that arguably have no theme and it's just shapes or whatever, but you can have some that are some way removed from what they're trying to represent. And 
arguably all games have an element of abstraction it's yeah. just at what percentage of abstraction <laughs> do we say that you've now become an abstract game or a game with an abstract theme which is which is tricky and i suppose we could we could look at it this way what's the point of a theme and then go on from there and kind of how that's a, an advantage and how that can be a drawback so let's talk about that first so what's the point of a theme in a game from your point of view rob i think the point of a theme sort of as I sort of described a little bit in the intro is, is it's the thing for me that ties together all of the sort of different parts of what is contained in the box you've just bought and can give it sort of more of a meaning. So for example, like uh, if we were to say like a game where it's like, I do five damage to you, right? And maybe that scores me some points or whatever. But this is because it's a war game and this is my... And then now in my head, I'm thinking my sword, I lift my sword heavily in the sky and I slash down with might beyond measure. Um, Whereas if it was basically the same thing, like literally I am doing five something to something else, like then can feel a little bit more like okay arguably just saying i've done five damage to you is adding theme in isn't it because what you're actually saying is you have five x and i'm going to take away x number of cubes and you could abstract it all the way down to the say that you have 10 cubes i have done this abstract action i've now taken three of your cubes yes exactly but actually what that illustrates i think is that giving a theme to a game not only helps with the kind of world building but also helps people to understand how the mechanics work sometimes something that involves fighting for example it's going to be easier to understand that you're taking damage than if you didn't give it a theme and i think it can be helpful but it can also get in the way can't it sometimes yeah i mean there's a million reasons to include a theme there's so many things whether it be like help your design your box art people like certain things it might sell more like there's so many elements in that side but I think there are definitely times when a theme can get in the way in a, in a funny sense. And I think that this is where like actually turning to just abstractly making the game fun and ignoring the theme for a second or lightening it can help a lot. Um, I think for sort of like from my point of view, I've definitely made a couple games where I've really wanted to make a pirate game and I've started making all of these parts of it and i've kind of maybe got a bit carried away but actually it turns out the thing i got carried away with which is nothing to do with pirates is really fun um and what i found myself doing was trying to basically bang my head against a pirate ship just to try and get it back into line um but it wasn't really working um and it was at that point where actually i found that sometimes when the uh, the point a, a real benefit of themes is that they can kind of give you stabilizers and guides and formats and they can help you design your game but if actually it turns out once you've started using it as a launch point you get to a point where you're like i'm not really designing this game anymore it can be good to just say i'm actually just gonna take the pirate theme off and just imagine if i could just do anything i wanted i'm just gonna do that for a bit is there any time when a theme you felt as sort of like got in your way where you've kind of turned to just say hey this is just a thing now this is just like abstract this is just shapes with points like well i think that it's one of those things that when i've been at the start of designing a game that feelings definitely come across and what taking this just thinking wait a second what is it about this game i'm actually enjoying let's take the theme away and focusing on that is really important and actually i think something that abstract games need to do really well is they need to have something about that core gameplay which is super fun and really engaging that rewards the players that actually 
you don't need all the rest. And I think that sometimes it, it could be a, you know, a design constraint, you know, challenge yourself. Can you make a game that's engaging and fun without a theme? You could look at it in that way. And then later, if you want to add a theme in, that might just give an extra level of flavor to it. But actually, can you make a game that doesn't need it to begin with and doesn't lean on it as a crutch? I think that that's what all really good abstract games share is that you could, and a lot of them you'll find like, you know, when we talk about abstract games, just to sort of name a few, like an abstract theme is sort of kind of devoid of theme, I would say, <laughs> but, um, you know, so that's like Ganshon Clever in my mind. Like that's like a really, really good game like that. But at the same time, things like Azul and Sagrada are technically abstract games um, because they take you out of it. But the point there is that Azul is a game about putting tiles on a palace wall, right? You could remove all of that nonsense <laughs> and then just literally say, these are cool shapes with nice patterns on it and you've got to put them in this order and the game would still be great. Would it be better than if it didn't have the theme? I don't know. I don't necessarily think so. I think the theme adds a little bit. But it's still an abstract game. Um, I think the other element which you need if you're making an abstract game, uh, as well as crunchy gameplay, uh, or instead of or both, is player engagement. So like I mentioned, don't get got. Like The actual thing about that is that the game itself is a lot about you interacting with other players in funny ways that makes the you make your own memories out of it so you almost sort of circumvent the need for a theme which is can be quite helpful it's it's all this sort of fun there um or games like poker like we were talking about poker about how meta poker is because it doesn't really it's an abstract game that doesn't even have a theme um yeah it's amazing because it's a crunchy game with uh loads of player interaction and engagement loads of highs loads of lows and it's so popular now that it's basically become a theme <laughs> which is just insane yeah, there are games about poker that aren't poker, which is wild if you think about it. Movies, like, it's so it's so funny. So, yeah, so I think that, yeah, temporarily removing a theme uh, can be useful to do it. But, you know, my argument for, for abstract games is that it does let you just have complete freedom. Well, I think, Rob, this brings us to a close, and I'm sure that we have... Um, caused offence to many an abstract purist out there who's saying, what are these guys on about abstract? And I think that's part of the fun of thinking about abstract games is the fact that it is really hard to define and actually there are really grey areas with it. And what I'd say to the to people listening is have a think about what games you would class as being abstract. And I'm going to give you one to think about. Is chess an abstract game? Have a little think about that and uh, just just you know, write down why you think it is and why you think it isn't. Have a chat to other game designers about it because it's something that we still haven't decided yet either. So before we come to a close, Rob, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I sort of mentioned previously, if a theme's getting in your way, um, then feel free to sort of lighten it, loosen it, uh, or take it off completely. I think the key with abstract or embracing abstract as a sort of element is exactly as Chris said, it is, it's opening more of a can of worms than not. But um, but the whole point of abstract is those fuzzy edges. And within those fuzzy edges, you can do what you want. Um, and if you find that doing what you want, like going with a theme, it not working, doing what you want, and then at the end, adding a theme at the end works for you, that might be the best way forward. If you, you know, don't sacrifice the fun of your game just because the theme is telling you that that's not allowed, basically. So with that, Rob, I'll say bye to you and I'll see you at boardgamebud.com. And I'll say goodbye to you, Chris. I'll see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a 10-minute design chat on abstract games. And what would your games look like if you removed the theme entirely?